We'll look at Psalm 119, and we'll, uh, we'll read a couple of the sections here. Turn to verse number 129, and in a second we'll stand and read 129 through 136, those eight verses, and then skip a section and read 145 through 152. So we'll read those two sections, the 16 verses. Stand with me and we'll consider this as we read it. Psalm 119, 129. Thy testimonies are wonderful, therefore doth my soul keep them. The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. Look thou upon me, and be merciful unto me, as thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Deliver me from the oppression of man, so will I keep thy precepts. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Rivers of waters run down mine eyes, because they keep not thy law. Verse 145. I cried with my whole heart, Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. I cried unto thee, Save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. I prevented the dawning of the morning, and cried, I hoped in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches, that I might meditate in thy word. Hear my voice according unto thy loving kindness. O Lord, quicken me according to thy judgment. They draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. Thou art near, O Lord. And all thy commandments are truth. Concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever. Amen. Please have a seat. The attitude that I want to talk about this morning in preparation for Newell's thoughts is a heart that longs after God's commandments. It's a heart that loves to see God and loves to consider God's word and loves to think about his glory and his majesty. As I introduce that topic, turn with me back to Psalm 63 for a couple verses that set the stage perfectly. Psalm 63, a select few verses beginning at verse 1. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. Why? My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Have you been thirsty at times? Have you been in a desert at times? Do you know what thirst is here in America and especially in Greenville? We have so much clean, fresh, pure water. We hardly know what it's like to do without. We hardly know what it's like to be thirsty. But I think your soul does. You know what it's like to be thirsty. What does David thirst after? See verse 2. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, power and glory. The next verse, because thy loving kindness is better than life, 
My lips shall praise thee. What is David thirsting and longing for in these verses? He's thirsting and longing to see God's power, his glory, because he's tasted his loving kindness in the past. He wants to see more of it. He knows that that loving kindness is better than life. And that is a, that motivates David's praise and thirst for more. Verse 5, my soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. What do you think about at night when you're awake lying on your bed? What do you think about? David says that longing and thirsting that at times he had when he was laying on his bed at night shall be satisfied. And it's reflected in Matthew 5 on the Sermon on the Mount, as we call it, when Jesus said to those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, that they shall be filled. What a blessing. Have you been hungry and have you been thirsty after righteousness, after his commandments, after his word, after his love and kindness? Yes. Will you be filled? Yes. Verse 8, my soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. Back to, ver- back to uh, Psalm 119, verse 129. What I want to establish clearly so that you can see from God's word, is a heart that longs after God. O for a heart to praise thy name, hungry and faint and poor, behold us, Lord, again. Psalm 119, verse 131, I opened my mouth and panted, for I longed for thy commandments. What do you long for? What do you spend most of your week longing for? What are most of your thoughts, most of your heart, most of your activities set on longing for? Just a question, just asking. David longed for thy commandments. Look upon, look thou upon me and be merciful unto me as thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. David in his present distress and his present circumstance is remembering the works of old as he does in many Psalms. And he remembers that God is predictably, characteristically filling those with love and kindness that seek thy name. As thou usest to do unto those that love thy name. David's been in this position before and he's seen God's loving kindness before unto others, including himself, that follow hard after God's commandments. Be merciful and look unto me, he says. It is predictably characteristic of God to fill those that hunger and thirst and love his name. Skip to the next section we read, Psalm 145. I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. One of the things that Brother Jim mentioned last Sunday that uh, meant something to me was the verse that he that, that says, Unite my heart to fear thy name. Right. We're schizophrenic by nature. We have two natures. Uh, and, and David cries in this verse, Unite my whole heart to cry unto thee, as it were. Next verse, I cried unto thee, Save me, and I shall keep thy testimonies. I prevented the dawning of the morning, prevented there, meaning I proceeded or I went before, again, speaking back to what he thought about at night. I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried, I hoped in thy word. When's the last time you cried towards God's word and thought about it to that degree, maybe not actual tears, but your heart groaning and longing for God's commandments as you're in bed? When's the last time that occurred? That I might meditate in thy word. I think that's all the verses that I wanted to to, uh, to read out of that particular section. This is not a strange and unique uh, longing that David speaks to. Right. Um, it's it's found throughout Scripture. Right. 
and David mentions it elsewhere as well. I think of Psalm 143, verse 6. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. Selah. So he mentions that often. I think of other verses in the New Testament where he says, uh, I, I believe it's in the New Testament, make me uh, run in the way of thy commandments. That may be in the Psalms as well, actually. Make me run in the way of thy commandments. Turn my feet unto thee. Incline mine heart to fear thy name. Those are phrases that are common in Scripture. And uh, it's, it's something that we pray for and long for the Lord to do to us. Right. If he does not do that, if he leaves us, we know where we'd be. We'd be following hard and inclined after the things of this world. And we'd love it, and we would still think in error that those things could satisfy. But I want to mention something that someone mentioned to me a long time ago. If you're a righteous child of God, if you're elect, guess what? You're kind of stuck. You have what's called a God-sized hole in your heart that this world cannot fill. It cannot. If you're looking for the pieces of the puzzle to fit your life together, guess what? You won't find it unless you find a God-sized piece to fill your heart and soul with. And God asks you and invites you nigh looking for that to fill your life with. He is our life. And one day he will appear. So those are my comments from Psalm 119. The reason I wanted to set that stage for Brother Newell is that This involves turning the soil of your heart and preparing your heart to seek the Lord. If your heart is prepared like this, and you truly do long after God's commandments, guess what? When they come, it is refreshing. It isn't a hammer that you dread and hate so much as it is a refreshing drop of cool water to cool your thirsty throat and your thirsty soul. Right. And so it's an attitude of reception and desire, not an attitude of, I gotta make it through another sermon. Right. It's very different, very different.